irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on LA Talk Radio, and it's National Stout Day, so I hope you're all, uh, all the beer drinkers out there are drinking your stouts. Uh, and before we get into this uh, show, I just want to give our deepest condolences to the victims of the Mexican hurricane. Um, did anyone actually die from that hurricane? Probably. They just really didn't talk about it. It was like supposed to be the biggest hurricane of all time. I don't know. There's uh, nothing happened. I guess like sombreros have like hurricane repellent on them or something like that. But as long as there's still tacos available, then we're all good. But we have an exciting show for you tonight. We have uh, Southern Tier Brewing uh, on out of Lakewood, New York. And for those uh, beer drinkers out there, you know Southern Tier very well. They make some awesome beers. We're going to have them live on. We're going to do a live taste test with them. We also have, uh, from the Boogie Down Bronx, we have Gun Hill Brewing, uh, which is a huge, awesome brewery. And can't wait uh, to speak with them. But speaking of a huge gun, live on the show right (laughs) now, we have porn star Rob Piper. And uh, how you doing, Rob? Are you there, Rob? <laughs> hello? I think we got a... Yes, hello. Rob, are you there? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, yes. Hi, Rob. How you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good. And yourself? Good, good. Very excited to talk to you, man. Um, you talk, you're like undercover or something like that? You're like very low. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here. There we go. There we go, bud. <laughs> I, I didn't know maybe you were like in a compromising position if you get some help or something like that. <laughs> but, but anyway, to the interview a little bit. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and how you got started in the uh, adult industry. Well, my name is Rob Piper. Um, from North Louisiana. I'm 31 years of age. Um, I got started on the adult industry by responding to Adam's Craigslist, and I did that. And the next step led to another, and um, here I am. Oh, nice, nice. And you actually—I I don't know if you just mentioned that I may have missed it, but you actually—you're you're from New Orleans, right? Yes, I am. All right, cool, cool. And you, and you actually left there right after the Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, sir. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Um, now, now, um, just looking at, so I was doing a little bit of research on you. Now, do you primarily do just like interracial scenes, um, or or do you, or do you get to bang the sisters too, or you just do the interracial stuff? No, I mean I do um, whatever I get booked for. I pretty much um, take all work. You know what I mean. Um, but majority of the work. But I get um, book for just interracial. Okay, all right, yeah. So, so you mix it up. I actually saw one video that I was actually telling uh, my wife about. There's one like uh, where you, I think think of her name was Kimmy Lee, where you like went to a massage parlor and it was like a small Asian chick, and you got to bang her. I think I think your dick was bigger than she was, <laughs> which was just like a, <laughs> just, just an amazing scene. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> but that's yeah. awesome. But, I mean, good for you for having such a large unit. Now, like, do you, when you go to, like, the bathroom in a public place, do you have to use the, the handicap stall because your dick's so big? 
So, oh, no, I don't. I just, I enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that's a compliment, man. That's definitely a compliment. Like, I, really I just funny. used the little kid's urinal. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 But, but good, good for you, man. Good for you. Um, now, it, let me ask you this. And I ask every porn star we have on here about this. Is there any type of scene that, that you won't do, like, that's taboo for you, like fart porn or something like that? Fart porn? Something that you yeah, um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm pretty much into. It. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think we all have our kinky fetishes and things that we have, and, and we're into or whatnot. But I mean, I'm pretty much a straight shooter. Um, just regular straight scenes and other scenes. I'm not really big into like um, fart scenes, belching, laughing scenes, and uh, whatnot. All different types of different fetish scenes like that, but. It's pretty, it's pretty just straight normal. Pretty legit. Straight for all the scenes. Cool. Cool. Yeah, good for you. That, that's probably the best way to, to go about your porn career because you don't want to, like, later in life be like, oh, man, I can't believe I, I fucked that midget or something like that. So, <laughs> at least yeah, for sure. the, the straight and narrow as far as the porn goes. That's, that's, Has anyone that's ever said thing. that? I can't believe I fucked that midget. I guarantee you somebody said that. <laughs> I mean, I would wear it as a badge of honor. Like, oh, God, I fucked that midget. It's fucking awesome. I talk about it all the time, but... Some people would be embarrassed by that. Um, anyway, uh, now you were uh, now we love porn parodies, and I, I was looking at some of your movies, and you actually you made the Magic Mike porn parody, um, which is awesome. Um, Magic Mike porn. Who'd you play in that? The black guy. <laughs> yeah, the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, there's Magic Mike. Yeah, porn parody. I see this. My wife loves Magic Mike, so we, uh, I, she's got to look that up and, uh, and check it out. And check it out. Yeah, it's a, it, it was a pretty good movie. I, 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 was pretty, I, was pretty, I was pretty impressed by it. And, I mean, it was a great opportunity. It was a great movie. It was a great cast. And, I mean, it just, it just fit very perfect for us and the cast that we had for, our, um, for the movie we did and for our cast. And just the main cast guys for that movie. Was did so spot on with just the hand picking of the selection and the guys and the girls for this movie. And it was great. I was very happy to be a part of it. It was one of the greatest experiences I had all year. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Cool. Awesome. Um, I also read something about you, too. Now, is this true or not? Are you going to be like a, a new HBO show? Are you allowed to talk about that? Yeah. Um, I never really talked about it, but um, it's a new HBO series show. That's coming to HBO in 2016. And I'm not sure the exact date of the release of it, but I know it's coming um, to HBO this year coming up um, in HBO in 2016. It's really, it, it's really something I'm really looking forward to because, I mean, every day you don't really get to do your, you know, your mainstream HBO set. And yeah. the whole plot of it was real dope. Um, it was real cool, it was a good experience, and it was a good look, and I was really thankful that I was able to knock that down and be able to bag that experience, and it was really, really great. I really appreciate it. It was really dope. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And maybe you can get to go to, like, an HBO party and, like, meet up with Daenerys and, like, fuck the Queen of Dragons or something like that. So <laughs> that's a good, like, it's <laughs> <That's> awesome. Uh. <laughs> Hey, let me ask you something, because uh, we've actually had uh, Sarah J on the show. She's like one of my favorite porn stars. And this is kind of a selfish question. Have you got to do a scene with uh, Sarah J yet? 
No, oh man. Yeah, I look for I actually Googled that. I Googled Rob Piper and Sarah J and it, it didn't pop up, so I was just maybe asking if uh there's a scene that we didn't know about, but uh I'll be looking forward to that one. But um all right buddy, let's uh let's promo some of the stuff that uh that you have got going on now. Um let me make sure this is right because last time I was announcing promos for the porn star that was on, it was none of it was correct. So let's make sure that this is correct. Now you actually have a um, a new scene premiering on Black.com called "Married Wives Love Big Black Cocks." Is that true? Coming out? Uh, yes, actually, it's out right now. Like as we speak right now, it's already out. Um, I have two latest scenes right now with Black right now, but my latest one was with the two male wives with Abigail and Matt. And August Ames, and that was oh very, very, very long-awaited moment. That was long overdue, and I was happy to be able to work with those two beautiful ladies. Shout out to them at Black.com, and I really appreciate that experience. And I really was happy to work with those ladies, and that was great. Oh, cool, cool. Um, now, and you're actually, uh, are you working on your own pay site uh, through Porn Star Platinum that is set to, set to yes, launch in February? Yes, I am. Awesome, awesome. Well, it definitely uh, encourage people to check that out. And as, I, I read this, too. Are you actually starting your own clothing line that's also set to, yes, to uh, launch in January? Yes, I am. That's awesome. Like, it, is it like pants for guys with big Johnsons? <laughs> All pants. We're doing we're doing we're doing super for um for underwear for guys and for dressing on the underside. But now yeah, I can yeah, I'm doing my um my own line for um guys and the females. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you actually, like, we, we got pictures, like, promo pictures sent to us, and, like, usually we'll get the promo pictures from porn stars, and, you know, they'll be, like, you know, they'll be naked. No, I print them out at work, and, or, like, I have to hide them. These, but, like, you know, your, these. your pictures are, like, you He's, know. He's, like, spilt. Yeah, you, like, have a, have a suit, suit on, on, and you, like, are hanging out in, in a skyscraper and shit. Like, it's <laughs> fucking, like, it's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. So, like, yeah, man, I, I definitely, I, I definitely buy some of what you're putting out, dude. <laughs> That's cool, <laughs> but man, yeah, we uh, we definitely encourage all our fans to to, to check you out and uh, check out your clothing line that's coming out and check out um, your site that's being launched in January. That's awesome. Um, and for those of you out there that are listening to love interracial scenes, this guy's like the fucking king. And definitely check out that that Asian one with the massage one. I swear to God, his dick's bigger than than she is. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> But Rob, th- thank you very much, man, for being on the show. We really appreciate it, and uh, and like I said, man, we encourage our listeners to check you out. Oh man, anytime, man. You have me anytime. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, no problem, Rob. Thank you, man. Anytime, buddy. Thank All you. Right, that's out. <laughs> All right, folks. That was awesome, Rob Piper. <laughs> I'm becoming a pro about doing interviews with people. Like he was, he years. was very, very, very like. like Cool though. That was very cool. He was very cool. <laughs> he was doing the entire interview on a locker. <laughs> well, he's from Nolens. That, that's true. Like, very soft-spoken, very down Southern gentleman. I'm sitting here like I have no idea what he's talking about. All I hear is him laughing every five minutes. Yeah. 
Rob, how'd you get started in porn? They're <laughs> 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 my big dick. Like, oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Oh my, oh god. my god. The fun we have on this show. Meanwhile, okay, Twitter is going to be the death of me because I'm sitting here and people are <laughs> fucking posting shit and I'm dying. Like, this guy posted this picture of, like, the card section at Hallmark and the, the topic of the card is death of a loved one and it's a picture of a chihuahua and the card says adios. <laughs> I'm, like, sitting here trying not to, like, laugh the entire interview. It's awesome. It's just so funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, did you want one in some prayer? It says adios. Alright, let's try to get this in for an hour. <laughs> uh, Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is, and of course we're drinking. Holy shit. I'm drinking uh, Samuel Adams, uh, which is a craft beer for all yes. you non craft beer, non believers of Sam Adams. Uh, the Winter Lager, uh, brewed with orange peel, mm. cinnamon, and ginger. Actually, very good ginger. beer. 5.6%. I've been pounding these for an hour or two now, uh, and I love them. And Cassie, you're drinking. What are you drinking? I am drinking one of my favorite pumpkin beers. That's Pump Kick by New Belgium Brewing. And it is a uh, 6% pumpkin cranberry beer. Very delicious. Nice. 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 Uh, I need that fucking adios. Rob Piper, what are you drinking? (laughs) Mercy, (laughs) Mercy, Big Dick. Those pictures are awesome. I'll tell you why, because I didn't have to censor them at work when I printed them out. I know. Hanging out in a leisure suit. I know. Dude, you have a huge dick and you bang uh, Asians. But uh, anyway, um, every show we play a drinking game, are you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Well, tonight's drinking word is wagons. Now, an example of wagons is the best part of getting a girl drunk as if as it be because I get to suck on her wagons. Oh, oh drink. drink! Do you have an example? No, but our color's on the line. Oh, we do. Um, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, just Rob from Southern Tier. Yeah, this is Rob from Southern Tier. How goes it over there? What's up? What's up, man? I'm very excited that you called in. Uh, we're big fans of your beer, and uh, we've been looking forward to this interview for some time. So, so cool, man! Awesome. Um, this is a call to do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, one question we do have is: Where does the name Southern Tier come from? I've always wondered that. Uh, Southern Tier is um, actually the region of New York that we're from. We're kind of in between where Pennsylvania meets. Uh, Lake Erie, and uh, it's actually called the Southern Tier of New York. We have our own expressway and everything. It's pretty awesome. About two hours, the brewery's about two hours east of Cleveland, so it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's called the Southern oh, Tier. Okay. Oh, so that's way out there. That's way out there. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's um, way out there. Yeah, yeah, man. Are you visiting anytime soon? No, no. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's a fucking drive. We get good um, water. Great water out there, though, for making good beer. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are the uh, what are the origins of Southern Tier like? Uh, when and how was it founded? Um, Southern Tier was um, was founded in two thousand two by uh, Mr. Finn Demink, Phineas Demink, um, who was uh, a brewer since he was uh, since a young uh, since he was a young man. He actually worked his way up through the the Goose Island Company um, for a while, and then he ended up doing doing Southern Tier right afterward in uh, 2002, and their first releases were in 2004. Uh, yeah, so Finn has been uh, been in the business for a long time, um, and before Goose Island, he was part of uh, Ellicottville uh, Brewing in uh, in uh, upstate New York as well. So, yeah. 
Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. So it came out of, with a lot of experience. Like m- most of the brewers that we talked to just like, oh, you know, their story is they started brewing in their basement and then all of a sudden they decided right. to open up a brewery. But the, but, uh, but the founder of Southern Tier actually uh, had some good experience. I mean, Goose Island was actually one of the first breweries that we went to, and they were obviously one of the staples of the, or they were one of the staples of the craft beer community before they sold out. But, but that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So he got, yeah, he uh, he cut his teeth uh, with Goose Island, which is not a bad place to do it. And then he uh, took his expertise and he uh, did it on his own with Southern Tier, and uh, we've all benefited. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was a young man, I, I came up with an invention myself. It was like a, a bra, but it was for men. <laughs> I was calling it the bro, but the guy I invented it wanted to call it the man's ear. And we just couldn't agree. Yeah. It just never got, just never got made. <laughs> um, so <laughs> anyway, well, you couldn't, you couldn't come up with a name, right? You couldn't uh, negotiate the name. Yes. Yes. We, we just couldn't figure out the name. Like I wanted the bro, he wanted the man's ear, and we just we just kept arguing, so it just never got yeah. made. And you know, men do need support sometimes. It helps out with back problems. <laughs> oh it, had a, it had a Velcro back too, uh, so it was really easy to take <laughs> take on and off. Uh, so it's a shame. It's a shame when you just can't come together on a good idea. Um, <laughs> now we we actually have um, we actually have a bunch of Southern Tier beers in studio, and I've been dying to get going here and taste some of these. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to give uh, a beer to a Southern Tier beer to Cassie. She's going to tell us what it is, and if you could tell us a little bit about it while we're tasting it, that would be fantastic. And Cassie, what's this uh, first beer? Uh, this first no one is Southern Tier Live. Mm. Okay, yeah, Live is. Um it's actually one of my favorite beers, and if you took a poll at the brewery, um, on average, it's probably the favorite beer. Um, it's kind of our flagship in a way, even though it's only been around for two or three years. Uh, Live is a citra hop pale ale um, that rolls in about 5.5 ABV. It's just super well-rounded uh, pale ale, um, and it has a nice effervescence of grapefruit on the nose and a little bit on the finish. Um, even IPA drinkers would really like this, but we consider it a citra hop. Session mm-hmm. Pale Ale at 5.5. Yeah, it's absolutely uh, one of my favorite beers because we drink a lot of beer and um, just having this one as kind of like a grounding 5.5, it's one that we can always sip on and that's always enjoyable and just uh, it's, it's a perfect Pale Ale. I absolutely love it. Right. You can sit down and drink a bunch of them and you don't get plastered. Right. Being, being only a 5.5. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's and live, yeah, live is a, um, it's, it, 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 the tap handle has a nice like uh, microphone on top of it. So a lot of venues and like, Concert places like to have it on draft because just the the uh, tap handle will sell it. Like if you go to see the band live and they have live there, that would be uh, pretty cool. If live, <laughs> oh my god, there's an endorsement, man! I didn't even think of that. That's awesome. We're showing our age here. <laughs> yeah, showing our age. Jersey. Yeah, so right now, <laughs> but but de- definitely a good beer. No, uh, it's very good, very clean. Yeah, very clean, very crisp. I like the taste of it. Um, now, Cassie, what's this next beer we're gonna oh, crack open here? This is the two X IPA. Oh, the two X. Oh, okay. It's probably one of them. Probably it's one of the bigger sellers of double IPAs in um, in New Jersey. Two uh, X is kind of our thing. You know, it just means double. So we have our two X IBA, our two X IPA, two X Stout, everything. So two X miss everything is that's our kind of our thing. Two X. Um, it rolls in about eight point two. It's a double IPA. Wow. Um, it's great for IPA lovers, but it's also great to bring new people into the IPA world because it's not overly astringently hopped. Um, on the finish, it just has gives you a great mouthfeel. You where you want to keep sipping on it, and it's got a nice multi backbone. And like I said, um, still served in a six pack at eight point two, and it's just absolutely one of the one of the better, more balanced uh, double IPAs uh, out there. 
Yeah, I'm not just saying this too, but most of the double IPAs that I have are like kind of over the top hoppy. Right. And this doesn't yeah. have that over the top hoppy taste. And I can see what you mean. Like even like a virgin craft beer drinker would enjoy that because usually virgin craft beer yeah. drinkers run away from the IPA. Yeah. And I think they would enjoy that because it is uh, pretty clean and crisp and, and it's good. And it's like, not well, like that's a that's, that's, yeah, that's what a lot of breweries, a lot of breweries do that. They'll, you know, they have the hop heads in mind only when they're making their IPA. So they're like, Let's hop it. Let's dry hop it. The hopheads are going to love it. Blah blah blah. That's great, and they will. They totally will. But you're not. You're not really bringing more people into the IPA world, which actually IPA is the top selling style in the country right now. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, Cassie, what's this? What's this next one we're going to crack open? Okay, this one I saw and I thought it was really interesting. This is Compass. Yes, Compass is a. Uh, it's one of our unsung. Um, Seasonal beers. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite just all-around ales, even before I worked for the company. Uh, Compass is so mild and just so perfect for just a great ale. Uh, you know, those people that just love great ales. It's technically a sparkling, um, an imperial sparkling ale at 9% that's brewed with rose hips. Um, and so you get a little bit of rose water on the nose. You get a little bit on the finish, but that body of it, you never know it's 9%. It's just absolutely yeah, uh, so smooth and so balanced. It's, it's a dangerous, dangerous ale. Yes, no, I definitely agree with the dangerous part because, yeah, you do not taste the 9% in that. And before you know, you'll be on the floor. But yeah. it's, it's very, very good. Oh, yeah. I like the crispness of it. It's really good. Um, yeah. And, and it's uh, all the bottle condition, so you can sit on it for a while. The bottle yes, condition yeah. ale, so you can sit on it for a year or two. Nice, nice. Um, all right, now the next one, um, Cassie's going to just do her favorite type of beer. This now. is This is like... I am so biased because this is one of my favorite beers ever, um, Pumpkin, and even though I like it better on draft, but, um, so, yeah, this is... Pumpkin, this is like, um, you guys are just bouncing all around the spectrum with your palate, man. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, we saved all the difference to last. <laughs> are you rinsing? Are you rinsing in between? Yeah, I hope you're rinsing, you know, and, you know. Yeah, we're that fancy. Uh, we have a midget here dressed like a leprechaun. <laughs> Uh, water over so we can you rinse, gotta, you rinse, with vodka, <laughs> rinse with vodka in between <laughs> right no, no, um, so yeah no man pumpkin is absolutely um you know it's a great time of year when pumpkin comes around you know we're running around um blowing our hair out but it's uh, also very beneficial for the company because pumpkin is one of the top selling pumpkin ales in the country right now we've been doing it since 2007 uh pumpkin is an imperial pumpkin ale it rolls in about 8.6 abv um, it's pumpkin pie in the glass. We just released it in the four packs for the first time this year, and um, it absolutely crushed the market. It did really, really well. Um, it blew our 22s out of the water, so the four packs were really well received. Um, and on draft, you're absolutely right. On draft, it's absolutely unbeatable, and it's, uh, yeah. it's just it's just really, really good on draft. But the bottle, it's a great bottle. It makes a great gift, and it's just a great, uh, great pumpkin ale, and it really does wonders for us, and it's actually how people know us in a lot of ways, you know. So, um, you know, rather than no Southern Tier, the name, they know pumpkin, you know. So, yeah, it's, um, it's funny yeah, because pretty proud that was one of the first pumpkin beers I ever saw was pumpkin. Um, yeah. And probably one of the first ones I've ever had, too, I would think. It's definitely one of the best. I mean, yeah. every year we have a pumpkin beer tag where we, we get, like, I don't know, 20 or so pumpkin beers. Even more than that. Even usually. more than that. And, and that beer is always at least in the top, what, three or, yeah. you know, always the, always the winner. So, um, no, it's definitely yeah. one of the better pumpkin beers. So any pumpkin beer fan out there, I encourage you to run out and get that. Definitely. Yeah. And, and in the state of New Jersey, there's over, there's, like, almost there's 69 pumpkin beers in New Jersey. And pumpkin, uh, 
still tops them out, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cassie just cracked open one of the darker. Now we're we now got? now we got our two dark ones. Um, They're going into the black waters. Yes. Uh, well, no, not yet. But this is two uh, oh. two X stout. Oh, two X stout. Okay. Uh, two X stout. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, milk stout, uh, seven point five. Imperial milk stout. Well, I guess it would be considered imperial milk stout. Kind of on a cusp there. Um, on draft, you can actually you can find it on nitro a lot of times. So pours, you know, pours like a Guinness. Uh, it's actually, um, you know, this is one of my family's favorites. Uh, my family's big big stout people, like my sister and my mom, huge uh, stout people. And um, this one comes up with their this is their their second favorite milk stout out there. I've been trying to turn them, but uh, this is their, this rolls in as their second favorite. But uh, yeah, no, it's a big it's a big favorite. Um, as soon as we can nitro it in a bottle or in a can, uh, that'll really put us over the top. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, awesome. Now, I'm usually not a big fan of stouts, and I actually like that one a lot. That, that's actually really good. I'm actually really excited for this last one because I've never had it, and I've heard so many good things. Yeah, I like the I like the label too. No, what what is this one? This is a creme brulee. Yeah, creme brulee. Um, we release um, five Blackwaters part of the Blackwater series, so we release five of them a year, and um, creme brulee is usually the first um, in in the year, um, right after Chalk Lot, which is out right now. Um, which we just released in four packs, and we're going to be releasing all of them in four packs. So come January or February, uh, uh, Creme Brulee is going to be released in four packs. Um, it's a 9.5 Imperial Stout brewed with vanilla bean. Um, it's huge vanilla on the nose. Little, it's, a, it's the sweetest one out of all the black water, so on the finish it's very sweet. Um, there's websites dedicated to cooking with this beer. Uh, people are reducing it down, making wing sauces. They're using it in, in desserts. Uh, Creme Brulee is a big, a big favorite. Um, as far as, uh, as far as, uh, both genders really like in the creme brulee. Uh, mostly women are big on the creme brulee stout and buying, uh, when we did a trend analysis in Hoboken of all places, we found out that, uh, 70 to 30 women were buying, uh, the creme brulee. Yeah, that's amazing. That no, tastes like candy. It tastes like you who on crack. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. awesome. It's just awesome. I love it. I, I'm going to make a, I'm going to, uh, I do boozy milkshakes over the summer with, uh, there you go. And I'm totally doing something with that. Oh, yeah. That is delicious. No, definitely. You bourbon, bourbon, bourbon goes with it. Yeah, nice. I can see that. Yeah, I can oh, see yeah. bourbon with that. that. Definitely. Too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah so just, just awesome beers, man. I usually when we do the beer test, there's always like one or two of them that, that we're not big fans of, but I think right. all of them are actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so not bad. Awesome, awesome. Now, now I, I also see that you have some uh, vintage beers listed on your website. Um, are any of those available for purchase? Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, they're not technically vintage as, the, as, as we did it at the brewery. We didn't vintage them there. So we pretty much just put on, on there that our beers um, will hold if you do want to um, age them yourself. And we actually put info about aging our own beers and the temperatures to keep them at and whatnot. Like uh, we mentioned pumpkin. We mentioned actually creme brulee and some of the black waters as well. Um, that is something we're going to be looking to be doing in at the brewery, um, but a lot of that is top secret right now. What we're doing as far as uh, vintaging and uh, barrel aging and all kinds of stuff like that, but we have uh, done that in the past. But if you do, are you in a you're in a store? You can look on any one of our bottles, and you'll see the born on date there. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're looking at something that's bottle conditioned or you're any of the Blackwaters or our Belgian beers, and you see that they're you know 2014. I just picked up a back burner from January of 2013 today. I saw it in a store I was doing a tasting at, and I just grabbed it because these beers just get better and better 
um, as they get older and older. Um, you know, I, you know, stick around two years, uh, for some of our dark beers, Warlock and a lot of the black waters. Pumpkin, you can go a year. I wouldn't go over 14 months because it really peaks around a year, but everything mm-hmm. mellows out really nicely. The hop, uh, the hop character comes down a little bit and the beer is just, uh, it's absolutely phenomenal around that time. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Now, now, for those of us that uh, want to make the trip out to the brewery, um, you know, what, what are the hours of uh, operation that you guys are open? Okay, you can, um, anybody listening can, you know, you can go on our, our site, on our contact page, on our website, and it'll, it talks about all those. They're open, they're open. We have a restaurant called the Empty Pint off of the brewery, which is, has great food. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're open. Tours are on Saturday. They start at noon. And they go in 15-minute intervals up until 4 o'clock. Um, but anybody listening, if they want to contact me through Twitter um, at NJ and just message me, and they're thinking about going up to the brewery before it gets too cold, I wouldn't recommend going up in the wintertime. It's, it's not that cool up there in the wintertime. Spring, mm-hmm. summer, fall, um, yeah, have no problem. You know, Don't even hesitate. Give me, let me know what's going on, how many people are going, and I'll make sure you're well-received. They're not beer snobs up there. They're super cool people, and they'll take care of you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I implore people to go up to the brewery. We bottle cap and label 10,000 bottles an hour in our facility. We put out over 100,000 barrels a year. It's a state-of-the-art facility. It's a beautiful place. And I encourage people to get up there if they can. Awesome, awesome. Now, do you give special discounts for women with big wagons? Oh, <laughs> <Frank>. <laughs> Well, it all depends. You, if you meet some of our brewers, I'm sure they'll pull some strings for you, man. They're lonely up there. <laughs> nice. That's good to know. So all the fans with the big yeah. wagons, uh, listen up to that one. Beard, yeah. Bearded and lonely. Yeah. <laughs> now, last question for you, buddy. Do you have any uh, events, or so do you have any events coming up that you'd like to promote or talk about? Yeah, um, I always post stuff on my Twitter account, so people can always look there at NYSUDSNJ. Um, but, uh, yeah, next week on Thursday in Sterling, New Jersey, at the Sterling Hotel, it's a great craft beer bar. Uh, me and my one of my boys from Ithaca Brewing Company are doing a double tap takeover, six taps each. It's going to be a blast next Thursday. And then on Friday, uh, the 13th, at this place called the Corner Pub in Flanders, New Jersey, doing a, a six tap takeover. And then I'm going to be there uh, with a tasting table all set up for three other additional styles. So nice. come, you know, say hi, do, do a tasting, and uh, drink some good beer. You know how it is. We may be at the Corner Pub, man. That's right down the street from us. So we may uh, we may see you there. Corner Pub in Flanders? Yeah, right down the street from us. Yeah, next Friday the 13th, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so yep. we may see you there. But uh, thank you so much for calling, man. The, the beers are fucking kick-ass. Uh, we're we're very excited to talk to you. Um, you know, we encourage everybody out there to get some Southern Tier. Um, but thank you very much, man. Um, and uh, yep. continue to promote you guys. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck. No problem. Thank you, Mendez. Out. Oh. Yeah. All right, folks. That was Rob from Southern Tier. Dude, awesome you made that creme brulee beer so good. Yeah, no, it is very good. Um, hey, that shit. The only downfall of doing those interviews while we're drinking the beers. Is um, we get drunk during? Tanked, yeah, I get like you know I'm trying to like end the uh, the uh, interview correctly, and I'm like, and you're like blah, blah, yeah, blah, man, blah. we'll uh, continue to. Uh, uh, we got our call next call. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hello. hello, hello, it's Dave from Gun Hill. Hey, Dave, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? Awesome. Very excited to talk to you. Actually. Um, now you, you might have to excuse uh, me a little bit because we just did a, a we just drank a six beers in a row uh, from, from our last guest. So if I slur my words a little bit or I'm not as clear, 
Uh, just forgive me, but considering you guys brewed beer, I don't have a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't pass any judgment. <laughs> um, but uh, but we're very excited to talk to you. You guys are actually from the uh, from the Bronx, which is awesome. Uh, one of our favorite spots to go and drink uh, because I am a Yankees fan. I, I love stands. Just uh, you. Just that you're a Yankees fan? No, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I love going <laughs> drinking. Um, now, t- tell us a little bit of history about Gun Hill Brewing and um, what made you guys decide to start brewing beer. Sure. So, um, my partner Kieran and I, we uh, we started the brewery a couple of years ago, and the the impetus for starting the brewery was we we've known each other for about uh, twelve and a half years. We We've played on a uh, semi-professional baseball team together for 12 and a half years, and we had another teammate of ours who was a, a home brewer, and he kind of put this idea in our head about starting a brewery because he was thinking about leaving his job to, to go professional. And we started trying to put this all together, and at the time, there really wasn't anything else there was nothing else in the, no one else in the Bronx brewing beer at the time. And New York City, the New York City beer scene was, was really uh, lagging a lot of the rest of the country. And so we, we started looking into it and we were like, you know what, this, is, this just seems like a really good idea and at, at the right time and it's something that could, we could have a lot of fun with. So why don't we, we look a little bit into it? And we ultimately couldn't really agree on how we would structure this organization with our with our other friend, and so we decided to to move away from that model, and we ended up going and hiring. We're like, well, let's we need to do this the right way, and we need to get someone in that that's been in New York City scene before, has experience in a production brewery on a larger scale, mm-hmm. and we we ended up hiring a um, a guy who had been brewing beer in the, the metropolitan area for about 23 years, um, whose name is Chris Sheehan. Mm-hmm. He had been at, uh, at Chelsea Brewing Company for 13 years and then at a couple of group pubs in New Jersey. Okay, nice, nice. Um, now, is there so, a, Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, bud. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you about the name uh, Gun Hill Brewing. I mean, is there a story behind uh, the name of Gun Hill? Yeah, so... One of the things that is unique about us is that we have um, a farm brewing license, a New York farm brewing license, which means that we have to use a certain percentage of our ingredients, have to be locally sourced. And so as a result, uh, we really wanted to have a name that was New York-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, both my partner and I, were born in in New York City. I was born in Manhattan. My partner in the Bronx, and our brewers from New York. So we really we really wanted to make this a true New York brewery. So we started trying to come up with names that were very much uh, when they, when people saw them, they would say, "Okay, that's New York." And anyone that's uh, driven on ninety five going north knows or has passed by the Gun Hill Road exit. Um, so, or on the Bronx River or taking the, the subway in New York City, there's Gun Hill Road as the last stop on a couple of trains. So what we did is we, we compiled a list of names similar to that, and we wanted to figure something out that would make sense for where we were going to be located 
And when we, when we ultimately settled on the space that we're currently brewing in, it was right down the street from, from Gun Hill Road. And so we said, okay, well, that's obviously got to be our name because it's right there. Gun Hill itself, the, the name, and, and this is the reason why our logo and all of our um, branding is Revolutionary War themed is because Gun Hill comes from uh, the Revolutionary War. The, there's a cemetery not too far from the brewery called Woodlawn Cemetery, and in that cemetery there's a, there's a hill. And during the Revolutionary War, the colonists took all of their guns and ammunition and they set it up on top of this hill, and they ended up shooting down on the British, and the British retreated on this road, which was then known as Kingsbridge Road, and it's since been renamed Gun Hill Road because they were firing down from Gun Hill. And that that street is right next to our brewery, so therefore Gun Hill Brewing Company and all of our imagery is has a Revolutionary War era uh, theme to it. That's that's really interesting. <clears throat> I never knew that stuff about the Bronx. I, the only thing I ever knew about the Bronx was the Yankees, the Zoo, and auto glass stores. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like that's really interesting. That's good history. Jerome Avenue. <clears throat> right. Um, <clears throat> now going on that, uh, what are some of the beers that you currently have available? So we uh, we have two flagship beers that are. Always available. Uh, one's called Gunhill Gold, which is a light sessionable ale, uh, mm-hmm. and then we have our, our flagship IPA called Gunhill IPA, which mm-hmm. is a uh, very balanced IPA. And then we have our th- a third beer that's pretty much available all year round now, called Void of Light, which is a foreign style stout uh, that won a gold medal uh, last year at the Great American Beer Festival. Nice. Um, so those those are our three beers that are pretty much available all the time. And then right now uh, we have um, a brown ale that's brewed with some with cocoa nibs that's available called Boogie Down Cocoa Brown. Nice. Uh, we have a in our tasting room we have a pomegranate wheat beer. Uh, we have a another IPA uh, called that's brewed with couple of different varieties of New Zealand hops and three additional varieties of American hops called Punch Out IPA. Um, I see and you have one called we, Thunderdog Stout. I'm sorry? You have one called Thunderdog Stout? Yeah, Thunder, so Thunderdog Stout is um, one of our seasonal stouts, <laughs> and that, that beer, uh, that actually is named after the baseball team my partner and I play on and that we met on so that that's uh that's where that name comes in to play and i encourage everybody to check out your website because that's what i'm doing right yeah now. their website's awesome and, like, the, the way that the uh the beers are worded is just friggin' awesome it looks like like what ben franklin would drink to like it's like that right. revolutionary uh you know the, which goes along with the gun hill theme i uh, know it's really cool there's it's very cool imagery on there too yeah very cool imagery uh definitely yeah we'll, we'll, we'll what we uh, what we what we tried to do with with the way that the wording is is on there is um, take some of the, the 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 lettering from pamphlets and documents from that era. So like something like Common Sense that Thomas Paine wrote, and and use the same the same lettering and the same imagery that you would see there into the wording of, of all of our all of our beers and all of our branding. Yeah, no, it's definitely cool. It's definitely cool. I know I like it a lot. It's definitely 
different from most of the brewery sites that I check out that are very generic and blah, blah, blah. So I like how you guys kind of st- st- stand out there. That's pretty cool. Now, Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Now, do you have any beers that are like in the works that are going to be released in the near future? So we, uh, right now, in our, one of our fermenters, we have uh, an oatmeal stout called Nelson's Oatmeal Stout. Uh, Nelson was actually the name of George Washington's favorite horse. <laughs> so that's uh, an oatmeal stout that we have coming out. Um, we are going to be brewing next week um, uh, an imperial IPA called 13 Star IPA that we brewed last year. Um, and then we have a couple of other beers coming up in December. Uh, but we have, we're, we're about to release our first batch of cans, um, in in early December. So we have to, we're kind of curbing back some of our seasonal production to make sure that we have enough space to do our first batch of cans. Nice. I mean, to, to make all this beer, to get all the hops into the building, do you need some big wagons? <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again, some big what? Yeah, big wagons. Wagons. <laughs> wagons is our drinking word of the night, so I had to fit that in there. <laughs> we, we, need, we need huge wagons to get, to get all the hops into the <laughs> Drink! <laughs> Um, That's awesome. All right, last question for you, buddy. Do you have any um, Do you have any uh, special events um, uh, coming up that you like to promote or talk about? Uh, well, right now the uh, the next we, every Friday throughout the month of uh, the month of November, we're having a trivia night at the brewery. Sweet. Um, it's in, in the tasting room, and then the, the next sort of major event is going to be our our holiday party. In, in December, um, the I don't know the date off the top of my head. It's the, the I think it's the nineteenth, whatever that Saturday is in December, and that will also uh, probably be our first can release that day as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm so excited about the cans because uh, you know I, I think that craft beer is so much better in a can. I don't know if it's because they they kind of they trap the flavor in it better or they hold the flavor better, but something. Yeah. No, so like, uh, like Oscar blues. It, def- like- it definitely, it definitely holds the flavor better. There's, there's less light that can get in there to damage the beer. Uh, it cools the beer quicker. And the best part is you can take it everywhere. You don't need to worry about being at the pool or the beach or any, or on a rooftop or something where you have to worry about broken, broken glass. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, man. I, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, thank you so much. We're, we're, we're actually we're very excited to, to get to your brewery and to try your. Yeah, beer. next time we go to Yankee, and we gotta yeah, go we're there. Definitely gonna get there. Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to wait until next baseball season to come. You're welcome to come before that. <laughs> yeah, definitely another excuse to go to the Bronx. Yes, we, we, we love going to the Bronx. So yeah, that's awesome, man. We'll definitely get there, and we encourage every all our listeners out there to, to go check you guys out too. Uh, but, but thank you very much for calling, man. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thank you, Mendez. Bye, bye. <laughs> that went okay, right? Yeah, no, that was awesome. Okay. Where's Pops? Oh, Pops is coming up next, but I just want to talk about Gunhill Brewery for a second. They sound like an awesome brewery. They do, and they it's a very like if you guys go on their website, it's so cool. Like they have such a strong marketing presence. 
like everything is like very cohesive. Yes. Um, they have like this Revolutionary War theme thing going on, which is awesome, which is really cool. Because when I think of Revolutionary War, all I want to do is get drunk. Right. So it's just like and it just goes and their their website's together. really cool. Like yes. I really want to go there, and they have apparently have a lot of beers on beers on tap and. Sweet. So definitely make your way down there. Um, to the Boogie Down. To the Boogie Down Bronx. Now, folks, before we can close up, uh, uh, everybody's favorite thing that we do on the show, uh, Pops is going to come on. And it's Stout Day. Yes, so it's it makes Stout sense. Day. Because not only is he stout, stout, but he's brown. He's stout persuasion. Um, <laughs> he's going to funny says his piece. Uh, you know, he's a black <laughs> puppet. That's part of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. <laughs> awesome. He does not represent the views of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. And if you're easily offended, which most people are these days with our uh, left-leaning... Our butthurt society. Butthurt society. Then uh, turn your radios off now. If not, then uh, Pops is going to come on. I'm going to leave the mic. And I will be back once Pops is done. So um, I'll see you when uh, Pops is done. Yo! Yo, Pops. Yo, what up, crackers? What up, crackers? Yeah. Glad to be here tonight on Stout Day. <laughs> I heard you. I look at a stout. That's racist, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> What do you call two black guys in a red sleeping bag? A Kit Kat. (laughs) Get it? Yeah! Right. I'm right now. That was awesome. (laughs) All right. I love it. Now, uh, Pop saw that the term hard work is now considered a racist term because it refers to when black puppets and LeVar Burton used to pick (laughs) cotton in the fields. That was hard work. That's racist. That's right. That's racist. So, Pop was thinking... There are so many other words that should be considered racist, like fruit roll-ups. Fruit roll-ups? Sounds like a fag doing gymnastics. <laughs> Ban that word. It's racist. Fruit roll-up. <laughs> or what about the black and white cookie? <laughs> what kind of racist tomfoolery is that? <laughs> Why? What do I eat, the white part when I go to work and the black side? <laughs> and the black side when I don't go to work? That's awesome. That's racist. Ban that hot shit. <laughs> Oh, what about cigarettes? That's a racist term. What if one night after snorting some bath salts, Pop wanted to write an essay about the effects of cigarette smoking? And I accidentally what? write What? That's right. And I accidentally write an N in the beginning instead of a C. Cigarettes? <laughs> that sounds like racist candy. After I steal oh my God. Here's a commercial. After I steal a white guy's mouth <laughs> and I slam dunk a basketball, I like to sit down and relax with a nice box of niggerettes. That's racist! Ban that shit! Oh my god, looky here! Pop's pissed, Pop's gotta go! Mendez out! Okay, I'm back. Oh my god! Pop's ran out, I guess he was mad? <laughs> was so funny though! Oh, he booked out of here. Jeez. Oh, I love him. Oh, okay. Alright, so I guess uh, we're gonna start wrapping up. Yes, next week! Tune in to our Ustream and tune in to Beer Snob TV on YouTube because we will be on their show. We're going to have a camera crew in, in our studio. Yes, and they will be on our show. We will be on their show. Um, so they're going to be on the show next week. Also on... Dan Rather will be here live. Dan Rather? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Dan Rather will not be here. He can't make it. No. <laughs> no, what else is going on? Um, I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to remember. No, no, right next now. week's a big show. We're going to be live on YouTube. We're going to have a dual show going on. And then uh, the next show in November, we're going to have porn star Mia Isabella on. Right. And we're also going to have... I don't remember. <laughs> this I've is been what tr- you get. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. a drinking show. 
we have a producer that cannot remember the Hold guests on. on the show. I don't remember. And we're running out of time, so I can't really even look it up. So if the guest... We'll keep you guys going, posted. <laughs> if the guest is going to be on... Hold on. If the guest is going to be on is listening, we apologize. <laughs> We've been drinking a lot. Or as, um, as Rob Piper would say... <laughs> This is a wiener. I'm a big dick. Hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what Rob Piper would say. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, we have Action Pack. Plus, I just want to talk about December 12th. Uh, we're going to be on Pass Bar. That's our three-year anniversary show. Three beers. Uh, three years and uh, uh, 10,000 beers later. It's going to be huge. You're going to have a uh, yes. uh, huge show that night. So, if you do live in New Jersey, get to Pat's Bar. That's going to be a crazy night. That's Saturday night, December 12th. We're going to do a special LA Talk Radio broadcast on Saturday night. Um, so, uh, it's going to be uh, crazy and great and awesome. And uh, Oh, I know who's on on the 19th. Holy shit. No. Uno Hamilton. Uno, yes. Huge craft beer place. bar. Yes. So that's going to be an exciting show. And so, pizza place. Yes. It's going to be a very exciting show. So, But anyway, folks, uh, thank you for listening so much. <laughs> dealing uh, with our drunken nonsense. Dealing with our drunken nonsense. And um, and we will uh, see you next week. And uh, Okay, producer, that's your signal. Drink it up! You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.